everyone, it's Gabby and Danny and Manny and you're listening to Oye, Let's Talk. everyone it's the most cheeriest time of the year and it's for more reasons than just one in case you didn't know we are intentionally saying happy holidays this episode because it is the end of 2020 which is a happy time for us all but also because the end of the year or december isn't just about christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa (laughs) i think gabby brings up a great point i want to shed some light onto holidays that are not as how would I say, mainstream. I feel like growing up here in the United States, you feel like Christmas dominates. Mm -hmm. Just anywhere you go, it's always kind of like Christmas and the whole Santa thing. I feel like we can kind of oversee other cultures or traditions that are not mentioned. And I wanted to bring up two Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, and you guys can chime in. Um, I just kind of want to mention how similar they are and the fact that they both use candles to kind of you know, celebrate the days of this period. Hanukkah obviously has a very, you know, religious history to it. And some of the traditions that they have are like lighting the candles, getting those. Have you guys ever seen the little um, chocolate coin chips? Yeah, the yes. yes. Oh, they're, you know, they're called gelts. I didn't know that's what they were called. Well, yeah, part of my family is Jewish, so that's how I knew. And also, I just filmed a piece for my, um, we were having a Christmas special for my station, and mine was on different cultural, traditional foods in different religions and, and stuff. So I got to learn a little bit of history when it came to Hanukkah, because I, I got to interview the owner of a Jewish deli. Segue into that they they mostly eat potato pancakes and jelly donuts during the holidays. Latkes, you, yes. Yes, latkes. Were they yes. good? Did you try them? Yes, they're delicious. They're essentially kind of, What's and like Jew- Jewish people thing? don't hate me, but it's kind of like hash browns. Oh, gosh, I love hash browns. Yeah, it's just so good. And I learned that most of the their food is dipped in and fried in oil because of the meaning behind um, like their the historical context with the fact that the reason why they celebrated it for eight days is because, and they light the menorah one candle each day uh, to signify the one-day supply of oil that lasted for eight days way back when. Um, I don't know the specific years. I think it was in... So the biblical times. Exactly. Yes. That's pretty cool. And I just wanted to point out, like Manny said, I'm going to shed some light on other holidays. And I'm like, shed some light on the <laughs> holidays that involve light. Yes. And that's why the Hanukkah is sometimes called Festival of Lights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and just like that Kwanzaa also uses kind of candles to um, they also light candles as one of their traditions a key custom is to do a daily lighting of the canara which is black red and green and interesting each color kind of stands for a different thing day one on day one you light the black candle which is also known as a unity candle which symbolizes the people themselves on the second day, the red candle for the struggle or bloodshed in the past. And on day, on day three, the green candle, which represents the earth or the abundance of possibilities. And these colors are also um, the colors of the Pan-African flag. And, you know, I think that's mm-hmm. what, the, what, Kwan, what Kwanzaa celebrates, the African diaspora. And it's interesting how they use those colors to really signify something in your tradition, you know? Just, that's I mean, so have beautiful. you ever thought about, like, why red and green in Christmas, like, Christmas are significant because i i don't know (laughs) 
That's yeah. actually a good point. I, I don't know why red and green are associated with Christmas. Right. Um, but j just to give you all the difference. So Hanukkah is like the eight days and the symbolism is how long the oil lasted during the biblical times, very tied to religion. Whereas Kwanzaa isn't or doesn't have a religious foundation, but the seven candles represent um, the principles and it stemmed more out of a culture as opposed to a religion, like religion. I mentioned earlier. So that is the perfect segue to, I guess, the more mainstream holiday, which is Christmas. Everyone kind of throws it in your face, even before Thanksgiving is over at this point. <laughs> there's a lot of com commercialization to it, but there's a lot of sweet love and, of course, celebrations that come along with it. Can I just take a controversial hot take, really rapid fire? When do you start celebrating Christmas, Gabby? December. December 1st. Not even the first, but it has to at least be December. Yeah, like I refuse to put anything up for Christmas in November. I feel like that's so <laughs> rude to Thanksgiving. I feel like if yeah, Thanksgiving again. already passed, if Thanksgiving already passed, the food is done and like no longer in your fridge, you can start setting up. Okay, no controversial hot takes on that. Okay, good. We agree. Wait, Manny, when do you start? I would say, yeah, Christmas. Like you celebrate Christmas and Christmas? <laughs> The 24th? Listen, so no setup, it's lazy. just magically it's been there. Lazy. My mom likes putting out a nativity, a nativity scene just all year long. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I understand the people that have very large family gatherings, for example, during, during Thanksgiving, and maybe that's the only time they get together because they live far away. Like I understand in American culture, for whatever reason, I you could argue that Thanksgiving is like a bigger deal for whatever reason than like the Christmas holidays. Um, so like I would understand if they want to set up early for that so that everything looks nice and pretty and decorated with lights. But if it's just family of four, you live there already and it's just a quiet little gathering, I don't think there's a reason why you should already start shopping. It's too soon. I see your point. So actually getting back on the Christmas topic, this hot take wasn't that hot because clearly <laughs> we're all like, let Thanksgiving have its time. I'm sure we're grateful for a lot and I'm sure Thanksgiving really pumps us up into the ridiculous festivities that come with Christmas, like the tree lightings, the like traditional ornaments that go up in all the small towns, the Christmas parades. There's just so much that goes with Christmas, like locally and then there's personally, familially. So when do you put up your tree? How, do you put outdoor lights? Like how far do you go? When do you take it down? Um, nativity scene or no nativity mm -hmm. scene? Like I just want all y'all's opinions on how do you set up for Christmas? Like what is your, I guess, tradition? For me, I guess it's very like basic slash typical. Like my tree for the longest time, I always had like a the same fake tree until I was probably like in middle school. My mom was like, no, you know what? We're going to start buying real trees because I love the smell of it. I am obsessed with the smell of it. Um, so yeah, ever since then, we've just bought like a, a new tree that we pick out um, probably like at Walmart or something simple. Like we don't go out in the forest and chop it ourselves. <laughs> I know a lot of people do that. And I think that's super cool. I feel like once I get married, I want to do that. Like I want to go on a scavenger hunt and pick out my tree. You're not chopping trees in Florida. I won't. I, I'm not chopping anything off. <laughs> but you're going to have to like live somewhere that does yeah, that. Yeah, that's boo. true. That's true. That's true. Um, I know in Chicago, they, they do that like in the outskirts. And I'm yeah, sure here it makes sense. sense too, but... 
Yeah, so just my tree. My mom goes all out with decorations outside. She like puts lights, obviously like outside the house and on the palm trees, on the little bushes. We have like an inflatable Santa Claus. Um, she goes all out. Okay, wait, I need to bring this up because I was decorating my house and I have a lot of stuff. When I lived by myself in Missouri, I was very sad during the holidays because I had to stay in work. And my mom and my grandma actually came up for Christmas, which was cute because um, I saw snow for mm -hmm. the first time a few years ago, but I needed to decorate mm -hmm. everything. So I bought a fake tree. Like I was like, I can't ha not have decorations because my mom and my grandma yeah. are not coming all the way to Missouri from Miami just to sit in my empty, like dingy apartment. <laughs> and I bought a little penguin, inflatable yeah. penguin. I've had it. His name was Pepito. I've had that penguin since 2017. <laughs> and I was rummaging Pepito. through my garage. Like this, I'm like, where's Pepito? And I found his box, but I can't find him. So my Christmas is incomplete this year. And I can't find an inflatable penguin to purchase. Not even on Amazon? I, I just haven't done the Amazon thing because I was at least trying to buy locally. Because I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, spend another $20, $30. Like, I bought him for 15 bucks at Walmart, and I've had him for years. So it's just very frustrating for me. But anyway, my tree is up. Um, it looks like Christmas threw up in our house. I'm very grateful. I'm a name drop right here for my roommate, Shay. She uh, really, she came in one day, put up lights. She's like, I put in like Christmas things. And I'm like oh we're at the stage y'all are ready to decorate it's Let exciting me, like, it's like an exciting time i feel like if you've been in that like i don't know very like eh, mood it gets very like monotone and so like the christmas holidays is like a time where you're like okay something to look forward to we used to win a house so like putting up the christmas lights was always like a tradition you know it, like christmas was coming with like hey let's put up the lights and I don't know, like, I would always help my dad and my brother put up the lights. That was kind of, like, always a tradition. We always had fake trees. Growing up, I never had a real tree. I don't know if that was, like, a Hispanic thing or a Cuban thing. But, like, I don't I didn't even know real trees existed, to be honest with you, until <laughs> later in life. I promise you guys. Um, and, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. But to be honest with you, this year I really haven't decorated because I just, I'm in a new place. We just got new furniture, so yeah. <laughs> I bought a small tree. I mean, I'm going to be by myself for the holidays as well, and, like, um, I still want it to be festive. Like, I don't care. Like, it's still, like, a special time for yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Back childhood memories. So, yeah. like, I, I bought, like, a little, like, toy tree, and I decorated with, like, I actually stole from my mother's, um, like, garage where she stores all the, the fun stuff, like, the little ornaments. I brought like three or four of my favorite ones that remind me of like my childhood that we've had since like the 90s and That's it's in my little Christmas tree. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad that at least you have that piece with you now. And I guess that's a great segue into like the how what the holidays mean to us. So let's go ahead and discuss now what does it like we're older so obviously the holidays look a little different but like what are your favorite memories? What are some of the traditions? Like when do you all actually celebrate? Because for me, like, and I explained it to my work before. I'm like, if you need me to work Christmas, that's cool. But I need the 24th off for Noche Buena because that's when we really celebrate. Do you open presents on Noche Buena? Like, do you wait until midnight? Because I know some families also have, like, their big dinner and they wait very late at night. I've never done that. Like, I'm, I was the type of child that, no, Santa Claus va a venir 
you have to go to bed at like 7.38 and until he knows that you're sound asleep, then he'll come and put the presents. And even if you wake up in the middle of the night, you see them, you don't touch them. You go back to bed, you wait until the following day where everyone's there, gathered. My mom always filmed us like opening the presents and stuff like that. But we never, we never did really Noche Buena stuff. So in my family, sorry, Manny, um, we, uh, we actually were able to open up one gift on Noche Buena, but it was usually like the gift of someone who we weren't going to see Christmas morning or Christmas day. So for instance, I remember my godmother being like, open my gift, like let it be the one. And since she only had sons, like she treated me like a daughter. So it was really Hi. cute because I'm like, oh, I'm going to open up Madrina's gift for Noche Buena. And like, that was my little tradition. Yeah, and but my parents would always be like, you can't open up that one. And that was like our big gift of the season. So I'll mention a rather unique Christmas tradition. It's my birthday. <laughs> for the past... I was waiting for Is that. Is it really? <laughs> yes. And I, we didn't talk about this before, but I'm like, wait, it's my birthday. <laughs> no. Wait, do you yeah. get double the presents or no i always i everywhere you go you always get asked oh you get double presents like no i don't get double presents my parents technically they do give me two presents you know they make they give me like two big gifts but everyone else in my family just usually does one combo gift (laughs) especially after 2008 after the declining economy (laughs) i know one (laughs) gift per family it was like okay <laughs> and it's like the older you grow the less gifts you get period yeah. when you're in christmas so it's like the person doesn't give you anything for your birthday either so it's like thanks <laughs> that's um, true like as you get older yeah. you get less presents but also like i was thinking this year my mom kept asking me and my boyfriend too like what do you want like you're super hard to shop for and i'm like i'm sorry when i think about it like i really honestly don't need anything like do I want stuff here and there yeah sure we all want different stuff and like I love being gifted with presents especially if it's like sentimental or like it has like a meaning behind it but like to give gifts like oh I hate those people I'm gonna go off on a rant for a second so I hate those people (laughs) I hate those like your mother's colleagues friend tia postiza whatever that never sees you they wait until the end of the year and they give you re-gifted gifts i don't want a perfume that does not smell like me thank you i also do not want tiny lip glosses but from, from all walgreens the, oh my god walgreens that were in the sale rack that smell disgusting and taste disgusting i know just don't give me anything i really truly like i appreciate you and i'm sure somewhere in there you really thought of me kind of but like i really <laughs> I don't need it, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. If anybody else identifies, please, please write in. No, that, that's my okay. comment below. <laughs> High key, here's my hot take. It's not the thought that counts. Like, as Manny mentioned, since 2008, the declining economy, like, I appreciate. Does it count? Did you it, see that? No, don't, <laughs> don't get a gift just because you thought about getting someone a gift. That's like how I personally feel. And I've had a few people in my life that are like, they got you something totally random. Like it didn't seem personal. It seemed like they got it for you because they felt obligated to get you a gift. And at the end of the day, they're like, well, it's because it's a thought that counts. And I'm like, I would have preferred like a personal Christmas card 
and you explaining why you perhaps couldn't spend money on okay. me. Exactly. That, yeah. Like that's I what I love letters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, letters, yeah. that, cards. That's what I mean. Like if the thought, if it's the thought that counts and put thought into it, not just I bought you something because I felt obligated to get you a gift. And that's where all of these holidays, like even for birthdays and stuff, like if you text me a happy birthday, you thought of me. And that means a lot. If you text me Merry Christmas, I was on your list of people that you felt like you wanted to wish a happy holidays to. Or maybe not. Maybe you were another copy paste, you know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like. Dropping the truth. It's true. Out. How many of us get that like long list of send this to 10 people or else? No. Okay, no, not that. But like if someone even said like Merry Christmas, comma, Gabby, exclamation point, And y'all know how I feel about <laughs> exclamation oh points. I appreciate that. Like, I would prefer that. And I think a, a coworker actually said this, and he's an older gentleman, but he expressed that I don't want people to get in debt over the holidays because people spend so much money. He's like, don't get me anything. Like, if it's going to put you in a bad place financially, just please keep me in your thoughts, keep me in mind. Like, when one day I need a favor, like, be there for me. And that's like the best Christmas gift to get. And that's where I come from. It's not just the thought that counts because don't don't spend the 10 20 dollars at ba bed bath and body works on stuff that like i'm probably not going to use because you didn't know what to get me just be honest about it like gift cards are cute but it's not a lot of uh, intent behind it well i'm going to be devil's advocate or just go against what you guys just said because hashtag ungrateful what if someone went out of there even if it was that regifted gift, you know, I feel like you know, at the end of the day, it might be superficial, but you still got a gift. Like now you have a body spray from Bath and Body Works. But not you if you're use. never going to use you it. Have, no. Danny, now you have lip gloss from Walgreens that you can regift to your little cousins. Like, but that's it's, horrible. The it's cycle like, goes on. Yeah, it's spiral. Uh, but like Manny Guys. raises a good point. Like it's, we should be, we so, should sound more grateful. Okay, here's the thing. First world problems. I didn't like this gift. Here's the thing. I really think that it depends on who it comes from. Like if the person is someone meaningful in my life, even if I don't see them as often, but like I, you know, I respect them and they they really care for me. That's fine. But if it's out of obligation, like Gabby is saying, like someone I never interact with, they have no idea when my birthday is. They don't know what I'm up to. They don't even know how old I am and they think I'm still in high school. No, it's fine. I won't feel bad. I probably already thought that you weren't going to get me anything anyway because you're that irrelevant. I'm sorry. I just had to say I'll that. take the gifts. I'll take them. Whatever family members listening who is going to give Danny something. I'd rather you donate to charity. That's my thing. Like, I'd rather you donate that money to someone who really needs it instead of just buying to buy. That's the way I think of things. So that's really? the second really? hot take of the conversation. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and move on. So Noche Buena, food and music. Like, is that a thing for you all? Yes. How does your Oh my gosh, actually, did you guys see that tweet that's like, El Burrito Sabanero, he's not going to Belen because of COVID? Oh, no, I haven't seen that. It's, so it's, yes. it's, a, fu it's a funny tweet, for very applicable to 2020. But like on that point, do you all think that Noche Buena is going to kind of be the same? It's going like, to be the same. Do you think Hispanics, let's be honest. Like, where did you guys go for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I will also say... Um, that is it a Miami thing for a mi burrito sabanero to just play on the radio? I think that it was maybe I don't know. Gabby, is that in Orlando? 
So I haven't like because obviously the radio yeah. like I don't listen to it that much, but I have heard it here mm. and or in a store or something. To be fair, it's like it was mm. like a Hispanic supermarket. But I do think some people do get the reference. But I'm not gonna lie, like December hit and my I called my mom and she's like, Yeah, I'm in Walmart yeah. and you heard it playing in the background. I'm like, it's <laughs> December second. Like <laughs> So for um the um you guys who are listening and might not know what Noche Buena is, it's uh I would say a Hispanic holiday? A Hispanic Christmas American Eve. Christmas holiday. Eve, yeah. Christmas Eve, which is when we really celebrate because I don't know why we're just like going into the night of Christmas. We like think, to party the day before. I think religiously, I'm sure there's some historical context. I, I'm not very familiar with like Bible stuff or anything like that because that I didn't grow up with it. But I'm sure it's like El Nacimiento de Jesucristo and all that stuff. Hispan- because, I, because here's the thing, like Hispanics outside of, Amer- of the United States and Latin American countries, they celebrate Dia de los Reyes Maos, which is three Kings Days, which is celebrated January on January January 6th. Mm-hmm. I also like, celebrate that. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I feel like Hispanics and Latinos here in the states, they celebrate both. Or you know, I don't think people else are. No, I think other countries also celebrate Noche Buena. Right. Yeah, for sure. So it's just not an Ameri- uh like a Hispanic Latinx thing here in the United States. Yeah, I would say that it probably is more of like a Hispanic American thing, but I don't doubt that other countries also do Noche Buena. I'm just envisioning like because Noche Buena is closer to Christmas and that's kind of the time that we have off. Like I honestly, like this is going to sound sad, but I'm looking at it from like the capitalism perspective. Like people don't get January 6th off. They get like maybe the 24th and the 25th off. So like they, they're taking advantage <laughs> no of the work January schedule. 6th off, right? We, it's not a fe- it's not an automatic holiday so you'd have to ask her it off if you wanted to do anything special it's like in the middle of the week most cases true actually in my station for example they don't we don't get 24th automatically off we have the 25th but the 24th like you're, you're still expected to go into work unless you call it off like for a vacation day or something same and okay can we talk about that that's my hot take like <laughs> I think Jewish holidays, if you're, if you're Jewish, you should get your Jewish holidays off, paid holidays, not take a vacation or something. If you celebrate Christmas, you should get Christmas off, et cetera. Jewish holidays so, are religious holidays. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas well, yes. is not a religious, it's a, cop, a, a capitalist holiday. <laughs> Christmas, come buy your loved one gifts. My, my point well, is, that- I think it's become commercialized, but I think it's always been a holiday when it comes to like the religious aspect. That's right. Jesus. Yeah. The coming yeah. of yes. Christ. But yeah. everyone, no, we get yeah. Christmas off because it's a re- right. like, yeah. commonly religious holiday. But I actually was having this discussion earlier and not, and some companies don't automatically give um, Jewish holidays off. And oh. I don't think everyone has to get it off, but I think if you're Jewish and you need to celebrate, especially Hanukkah, like, you should be able to get some of those days off without having to take vacation the entire time. That's just my... Yeah, on that note, I think it's not just Jewish holidays, right? It's like so many other religions have so many other different holidays. Like the Sikhs, for example, I know they have Baisaki. I know Hindus have um, holy the Holy Festival and that whole celebration. Like there's so many different uh, traditions and holidays for each re- religious entity that to just focus on Christianity or Judaism is like crazy in this day and age for me. I don't know. 
that can be the next thing we <laughs> send up to Congress. <laughs> like all, all of our priorities. Also, do you guys celebrate like Santa Claus or Papa Noel? Because I know different religions are in different, or more than religions, I think it's like, it depends on the country that you're from, that they call it differently. Ninguno. Oh. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you guys believe in that? Like the magic of someone comes into your house, leaves presents and leaves? Because that was very much embedded into me. And actually this is embarrassing, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like I truly believed in that magic until I kid you not. And this is very embarrassing. Good job, parents. Um, until I was like 12, 13 years old. And like, I'm sure people try to tell me on the side, but my parent or my mom rather. That's like already middle school, pretty much. Or like the beginning <laughs> of middle school. Yeah. And so end like of middle school. <laughs> my mom would tell me like, oye, como que si tú quieres creer en lo que quieras creer, not everyone's gonna, you know, think or believe in the same things you do. That's fine. You don't believe in it. You don't get presents. But if you do, like, whatever. Like, it was, it was a kind of, like, manipulation for sure. My dad, my dad doesn't believe in any of that stuff. And I'm sure he was, like, dying to tell me when I was five years old, like, this shit doesn't exist. But, like, I, I loved it. Like, I loved feeling like, oh, there's magic around this time. And, like, I think I would want my kids to feel that. Like, I You don't I, believe in superstitions. And you believed in the magic I of was Santa little. Claus. I was little. The movies also. Until like, you were 13. Listen, I had a very happy childhood, okay? Oh, actually, sure. guys, I actually remember the when I found out that Santa was real. And it was because I had gotten this Game Boy. The Game Boy Advance for a Christmas. I and remember I went those. To like, I went to like a sporting goods store and I accidentally left it. And when we got to the car, my dad was busting a cap. He was pissed. And he was like, do you know how much that cost? I was no, Santa got it for me. <laughs> and it was at that moment that Manny realized that Santa was not real, Aww. as he had suspected all along. I feel like you reach an age where you're skeptical. Yeah. And then there's like a confirmation to like, oh, this is mm -hmm. not real. I knew it all along. I've already been suspecting it. So yeah. my, my story is actually uh, very different because unlike Danny, I was like four years old and I'm like, mom, how does Santa come into our house? There's no chimney. I never hear the door open. Like I was a very <laughs> skeptical child. You're so, very smart. So when I was, I think five, I was in the first grade and I remember being at school and like the teacher saying all this and I came home and I was like, mom, this doesn't make sense. Like I don't. If you are going 70 miles per hour, then like that doesn't make sense because that means you're doing like a mile a minute and all this stuff. And I was like trying to make sense. I'm like, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at this, but there's no way just Santa goes around the world. Like even if everyone has different hours and like in China and my mom was kind of like, she's making pies and such for Thanksgiving. And she's like saying, Gabby, like it's magic. It's just magic. So my brother pulls me over and he's in he's older than me. And I think at this point, he's like nine or 10. And he's like, listen, you need to stop asking questions. No. He's like, if you say that Santa's not real, then we're not going to get presents. <laughs> he's like, you Aww. just need to pretend. Cause he's like, you, if you notice the same wrapping paper mom buys is under <laughs> the tree. <laughs> so you need to make sure that you hush up or else we're not going to get gifts. 
So he was basically like, you need to pretend to believe in Santa because that's how we're getting gifts. Because the minute you yeah. don't believe, he's like, my friend told me that he stopped believing and now he doesn't get as many presents. <laughs> True. <laughs> so my brother and I, I think kind of knew and it went on for years. And also because my cousins really believed. So Mm-hmm. at that point my parents were like remember don't say anything in front of the cousins like when they knew that we didn't really believe at that point and it was just interesting because my brother as much as like <laughs> he tried to warn me and such it's true we got older we're getting less gifts the magic's not there I was also told that mommy and papi were like elf helpers and that they would go to the store and that they would like deliver either like the the letter that I wrote of like what I wanted or that because there were so many kids asking for the same popular toys that they would go in and reserve certain and i believe that i was like oh that's so smart like santa yeah. contacts you shout and out that. to danny's parents <laughs> for really outdoing her all these years <laughs> i want to this is a perfect segue talking about elves the whole thing now so i have a little niece and a little nephew and I, they're so pissed by the way because i mentioned the i mentioned the wrong age last time i said it i, I can't remember now what it was either <laughs> but shout out to them i love them they have this whole thing elf on the shelf and you've probably seen a lot of parody about it with people like rhyming things and it's this whole thing where these little helpers come and like the my my sister-in-law talks about it she's like it's a it's hard work like they have to wake up then now they're not as into it as they were before but they would have to wake up right before like the kids would get up and like change the elf or like when they went to bed like go and find a new position or a little new note that the elf left them it's it's a whole new level it's pretty crazy have you guys heard about it you don't grow on it no no like no we didn't we didn't grow up with it what do you guys think about it's like a whole new scheme no i I don't like it i think it's a lot of work (laughs) it's dumb (laughs) it's it gets old real quick that christmas is already hard the shopping the making the plans the dinner and now you got to worry about writing notes on behalf of an elf and making (laughs) sure that you're hiding it in a different spot in a different position every day and nobody sees you it's already hard enough for parents to be santa this is whack bro like stop putting the pressure on the parents so if i were a kid this one sounds both really fun like a scavenger hunt but then also really creepy (laughs) I don't know, like the whole concept of a small little elf with like pointy ears and just like messing with your stuff and leaving. <laughs> Any, I think your those. parents would have done a great job of convincing you that elf was real. I just want to say No that. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> so my, my favorite tradition, let's stray away from elf on the shelf, was going to pick the pig with my dad or my uncle or grandfather and like preparing the lechon for the day no Renate, why not you start in the morning i know like listen i got stories too so- that that was for me that is a tradition we have not touched upon it there's like very few times a year where we have lechon like this and noche buena is it i've had so i'm sorry danny i know cover your ears <laughs> so yeah that's another tradition gabby i didn't think about that but so it depended if it was like the parties at my house or like if we're buying the pig, we're obviously preparing ourselves. And you could do it two ways, like the old school way, which is like the really traditional way. You would go to the slaughterhouse and really pick out the pig you wanted. And you'd be like, let me get that one. Oh, and then like, obviously it's by weight. 
or sometimes you got it frozen and you had to like bring it up and let it thaw and then like the day before like you know alawanda puerco like um how do you how would you say that um marinating the pig marinating the pig and you're mar- marinating the pig the night before is another party <laughs> so the vegetarian speaks the tofurkey um, <laughs> yeah no we don't have tofurkey during during christmas time my mom traditionally and i think this is just like her way of doing things i don't think it's necessarily like a mexican tradition per se i might be wrong but i don't think it is um my mom just makes enchiladas so that's like our go-to dish and like it's delicious she makes it like a very particular way because there's no meat obviously in it but it's like half spicy half not because my dad can't really tolerate spicy food but we love it so it's like something we look forward to with like um apple cider on the side the apple cider like that is very popular and that is something when I was in Missouri I tried that and I was like oh I can get behind this this should be part of our traditions I don't know why Latinos don't have it more so after Nochebuena and the lechon and such and like I really do think that most people get together either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day to have dinner and presents aren't the main part of it but I know for a fact that most people look forward to New Year new year's eve at that point or the new year so christmas i think is heralded as one of like the final holidays of the year what about um los reyes magos because that's technically in the new year like we celebrate new years and then we celebrate the three wise men which is what i was saying earlier that there it's a very like most of latin america celebrates us and my dad was actually we were talking to my dad the other day and growing up and he was born in 56. So my dad, growing up, there wasn't like a Santa. It was like celebrating Los Reyes Magos. And they, he said like he would put like in his shoes kind of like hay, kind of like whatever like was in the manger, I guess. And he would put it and like there'd be gifts in the shoes. And I think that's and how candy. most, yeah, I think that's how most of, oh, at least in Cuba, that's how it was. And I feel like other Latin Americans also. Um, I know in uh, Mexico, they do it and they have like this bread where they had like a little baby Jesus in the bread. And oh my like gosh, that, I've done la, that. La Rosca yeah. de Reyes, that's la what it's Rosa called. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the what, whoever has the baby is the one throwing the next party. Yep. Oh, is that what it is? Because oh, we, yeah. also, we also have Las Posadas, which happens during the Christmas time also leading up to Los Reyes Magos, I believe. So, What is that? Las Posadas, it's like, basically, there's multiple, essentially, this is like the the summary version of it, but there's multiple households throwing parties, and they're like, if you're the, if you're the one showing up to those parties, you basically sing. Like caroling. Exactly, I was gonna say, like, you essentially go caroling, but then you also, like, get to learn about, like, their traditions and their food, and then you go to the next house, and you do the same thing, you meet new people. So it's like caroling, but you go inside. A Hispanic caroling. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I, my grandmother's from Panama, and she's the one who, like, tried to enforce the shoes thing, like, leaving your shoes out, but uh, my my family didn't really catch on to it. But it was cute because she thought of like stockings. She's like, oh, the stockings are yeah. like the Reyes Magos. Like it, they're the ones who fill the stockings. And I just thought that was so cute how like she 
intertwined what she celebrated mm. or some of her traditions and like tried to make sense of it. I love that. American I feel like traditions. we'll do that with our kids as well. Like there's just so many different infusions of different um, traditions. Yeah. Which I think is going to essentially be like the future of holidays. Like it's going to be a fusion of a lot of different things. Like Danny, how you were saying that um, in, in certain aspects, like culturally you are Jewish you may not celebrate Hanukkah per se. And the same thing, like I could imagine some people picking up Kwanzaa as families become more blended. And I think at the root of it, it just all means the same thing, right? That it's a time to be together with family, to celebrate what your values are together and the importance of unity. And whether it's biblical or cultural, it's showing that together, you can still celebrate um, a holiday with either food, parties, um, or other commonalities. Like I feel like whether stockings or shoes, everyone still like wants the magic and the cheerfulness of the holidays, no matter what you celebrate. And I think that's the beauty of all of it at the end of the day. One last thing that I wanted to mention is that I hope that those who are listening to this episode at the moment, that even if you are alone this holiday season, or if you're working, or because of COVID-19, you're unable to celebrate the the regular way you would otherwise with your large families to still find that magic that you always feel during the holiday season I think it's important like the fact that I put up my tree and my lights and stuff like you should still do that for yourself if you're into it like don't let stuff like the COVID-19 pandemic hinder your happiness so to speak that was so nice Danny thanks So as we look forward to the holidays and hopefully a happy 2021, just remember to go up to any stranger or to call up your friends and loved one and say, oye, happy holidays. Hope to see you.